0: That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today.
1: Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian Tricken. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Here to recap Tuesday's action on the diamond to get you ready for Wednesday, September 6th, full day of action around baseball. Uh, Just a quick uh, little plug. Nick Pollock jumped in on the Bench with Bubba show on Tuesday night. Lots of great pitching stuff there. If you want to go hear from Nick, go check it out. Episode 604 should be in your inboxes by Wednesday morning. All right, some news and notes from Tuesday. Cardinals place Jojo Romero on the IL with left knee patellar tendonitis. Let's see how that one plays out. That's why Gallegos got the save the other day. Ryan Helsley's back as well. So the Cardinals have bullpen depth, kind of. But JoJo was pitching great. so kind of a shame to see no timetable yet on the return for JoJo Romero. In return, the Cardinals activated Matthew Libertor from the IL, who's obviously been very shaky in his time with the Cardinals. It's not uh, a person I'd run to add in fantasy baseball teams. A couple other moves here. Jose Fermin was recalled from AAA by the Cardinals. As the DFA'd Taylor Motter, the Braves they recalled Mike Soroka from Triple A to make the start on Tuesday and optioned Ben Heller back to Triple A. Not a great night for Soroka, and it ended quickly as he's now going to the IL after feeling numbness in his fingers. It's really sad that the health of Soroka just can't can't get it together, and hopefully we'll. I don't even know if we'll see him the rest of the season. Hopefully, in 2024, we see a new Mike Soroka. Anthony Rizzo of the New York Yankees has been shut down for the rest of the season as he continues to come back from his concussion symptoms. He's been apparently okay, but still not clear for full baseball activities, so the Yankees decided to shut him down, let him fully rest, get ready for 2024. Lane Thomas of the Washington Nationals was out of uh, Tuesday's lineup uh, as he's dealing with a bad back. Uh, Thomas received an MRI on Tuesday, and uh, the results will be released, hopefully on Wednesday, because I did not see them anywhere on Tuesday. Another freak accident. Carlos Carrasco was placed on the IL with a broken finger after dropping a 50-pound dumbbell on it when he was working out. He had two 50-pound dumbbells, one in each hand. One of them got away from him, broke his finger. He will be out for the rest of the season as the timeline is usually four to six weeks to return. Obviously, we don't have that much time left in the season, so Carlos Carrasco is done for 2023. The Atlanta Braves, they claimed infielder Andrew Velasquez off waivers from Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Velasquez, you know kind of a super utility type, got some speed, uh, kind of a Nicky Lopez type ball player. So we'll see where he fits in this mix. And to me, it's just another example of they just do not have faith in Vaughn Grissom, which is crazy, crazy stuff for a once, once, and maybe once again will be a highly heralded prospect. Hunter Renfro, of the Cincinnati Reds, is scratched from Tuesday's game with a hamstring injury. He is day-to-day, something worth monitoring as they play on Wednesday in Great American Small Park versus Seattle Mariners. Trey Turner, after just another monster game on Monday, has been playing really well, he was placed on the paternity list on Tuesday, should return on Friday, and the memes were all over Twitter that, ironically, the birth date of his newest child will be roughly nine months since Turner signed his mega $300 million deal. Hmm, good for Trey, good for the family. Hope everything goes well with mama and a healthy baby is born. Shohei Otani, he missed Tuesday's game as further testing was done on his oblique injury. I'm just waiting for them to say, you know what? Done for the season. Let's cut into that UCL and get things fixed. The Angels had picture day on Tuesday. It was pretty funny. They had a stand-in for Otani so they could Photoshop him in later. That was interesting. Also interesting that Anthony Rendon was in the picture because, you know, great guy, great individual. Had to get his FaceTime in there, though, to show that, hey, I can button up a major league uniform still. Good to see from Anthony Rendon. Austin Barnes left Tuesday's game with a bruised temple after Barnes took a backswing off his head. The Dodgers catcher is day to day. Walker Buehler will have another rehab start on Friday uh, after going, you know, two strong innings in his first start. Likely two more rehab starts for for uh, Buehler, as they said he would take three more after his last one. Simple math, likely two more. They are looking – the Dodgers need him back quickly with the problems in that rotation due to just idiots and injuries that have taken place for the Dodgers. And something to monitor also, Kershaw pitched on Tuesday. Velocity was down on pretty much all of his pitches, so something else to watch there with Clayton Kershaw. Edward Cabrera of the Miami Marlins has been recalled, and he will make the start on Wednesday as he returns back to the Marlins rotation. Tristan McKenzie, this was kind of a surprise because – we all pretty much left Tristan McKenzie for you know we'll see a 2024 type stuff. He's going to make a rehab start on Friday against high uh, in at high A Lake County. Uh, reports from Terry Francona and the Cleveland Guardians. Once McKenzie can get to 85 pitches throughout his rehab, he'll return to the Cleveland rotation. So they're not saying he'll be back this year, but if somehow he can progress over you know another two or three more rehab starts, they might get a start or two out of him at the end of the season and maybe even some postseason work from Tristan McKenzie. More Cleveland Guardians news. Shane Bieber will make a rehab start for High A Lake County on Thursday as he's hoping to come back and add depth to the Guardians staff. Mark Kotze yesterday mentioned Mason Miller will should be returning towards the end of this week. More news out of Kotze on Miller on Tuesday. He said uh, Miller will throw around 50 pitches per game once he returns and it will not be as a starter. So the question is, do they have an opener and then he comes in in the third or fourth and maybe he vultures some wins? That could be fun because it'll rack up strikeouts more often than not. So something to monitor there with Mason Miller is we knew he wouldn't be like a full go deep into games type guy as they're bringing him back. They just want to get some reps, majorly reps before 2024. But if he can sneak into there into like a third, fourth, fifth inning type role and sneak out a win or two, that could have some fantasy viability. So something to definitely monitor with Mason Miller. Underdog fantasy, everybody! You want to make some money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. An underdog's picking game—you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to twenty times your money on a single night. Be sure to sign up with promo code Pitcherlist P I T C H E R L I S T, all one word. And Underdog will double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars, so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. We uh, went three for four. Trey Turner obviously did not play, so we only had four picks in yesterday. Went three for four for a little bit of scratch. We are one-hit runner RBI away from the Garver getting the clean sweep, but he could not get it done. Looking ahead to Wednesday's action on underdog, a few that stands out. We played Davis Schneider on Tuesday. We'll play him again on Wednesday because he's facing a left-handed pitcher. Schneider over one-and-a-half hits, runs, and RBIs like that. Keep riding the Red Hot Corbin Carroll over two hits, runs, and RBIs as they take on Chris Flexen. Keep writing J-Rod. He double-donged on Tuesday. He's over 10.5 fantasy points in Great American Small Park with another bullpen game from the Reds. Brandon Nemo and the Mets should have a big boy game. Nemo had two home runs on Tuesday. I took over half a run for Brandon Nemo against Johanna Don and the Nats bullpen. And then Parker Meadows. You got Clark Schmidt on the mound. He's been decent for the the Yankees, not going to deny that. But Parker Meadows over 0.5, over half a total base. So a single or better from Parker Meadows. Gets us home there. So nice little five pack: Meadows, Nemo, J. Rod, Corbin, Carroll, Davis, Schneider. Lots of good stuff on this like Some decent pitchers. Lots of offense to, to take a peek at. It's fun underdog pick'em information there. Again, everybody, that's underdogfancy.com or underdogfancy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code pitcherlist, all one word. You get your first deposit doubled up to one hundred dollars. Just a reminder: you must be at least eighteen or over and present in a state where Underdog Fancy operates. Nineteen or over in Alabama, Nebraska. 21 are over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from Tuesday. Francisco Alvarez. It's been a quiet go for Alvarez, but he had a big one on Tuesday. So did the rest of the Mets. Alvarez went two for three with a double, a home run, three runs scored, three RBIs, a walk, and he even threw in a stolen base. So Alvarez got that elusive combo meal for the backstop of the Mets. Like I said, he's been slumping a lot of late, but still on the season with the slumps. Hitting 216, not ideal, but Alvarez has had his 22 home runs, 46 runs scored, and 51 RBIs. Not a bad rookie campaign for San Francisco Alvarez. Jordan Walker, it's been an up-and-down roller coaster. There's been some great tweets saying, if you look at the total sample, the uh, WRC pluses, the wars, all that stuff, he's still been very productive this season. And he's he's rolling right now, right at a seven-game hitting streak that went to seven games on Tuesday, thanks to a three-for-four with a double home run, three runs scored, and two RBIs for Walker. Over the seven-game hitting streak, Walker is hitting 600 with four home runs, seven runs scored, and nine RBIs. Quite productive from Walker as he gets everybody back on the train heading into 2024. Nelson Velasquez is the guy I've been pumping up in a lot of my shows. I think there's a ton of talent here. I even tweeted about it the second the Royals traded for Velasquez from the Cubs. Tons of power. I said, please play him regularly. They are. Velasquez went two for four with a home run, two runs scored, and an RBI on Tuesday over Velasquez's last nine games, hitting .281. Four homers, seven runs, nine RBIs. That's the same amount of homers, runs, and RBIs that Walker has over his last seven games. Just Walker, a much better batting average. So if you want a little Walker light potentially, Velasquez is a guy not to be ignored, especially in deeper five-out folder formats. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Tuesday. Ken Waldechuk, if you could Chuck, Chuck, go Chuck, 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 Chuck would. Uh, Waldechuk, six shutout innings with four hits, three walks and three strikeouts against the Toronto Blue Jays. He had 13 lifts and a 27% CSW. Only three Ks is kind of surprising as he's been pretty good in the strikeout department, but overall, really solid of late, great streaming option from Waldechuk over his last six starts. Waldechuk has thrown three, 31 and two thirds innings. He's allowed 11 runs, 13 walks and 28 strikeouts. Jose Quintana Continues to do it in a boring fashion to get it done for us. Faced the Washington Nationals lineup that was just horrific on paper, but Quintana seven innings, one earn, four hits, one walk, and four strikeouts against the Nats. He had eight whiffs and a 31% CSW. Over Quintana's nine games started since uh, returning from the IL and making his debut this season, he has a 3.00 ERA, a 4.83 XFIP, with 39 Ks over 54 innings pitch. Like I said, it's boring, but Quintana continues to get it done. And in deeper formats, like start like Tuesday, very, very streamable from Jose Quintana. Reed Detmers is just a guy. We know the talents there. Why can't you consistently do it? Nick Pollock actually talked about him on the bench with Bubba episode of just the inconsistencies and the frustrations with Reed Detmers. Well, Tuesday night was a good one from Reed Detmers, who went six and two thirds innings, two earned runs, nine hits, one walk, and five Ks. He had 10 whiffs and a 30% CSW in that matchup over Detmers' last four starts. He's thrown 23 innings, only allowed eight runs, 10 walks, and 16 strikeouts. And the strikeouts have kind of diminished a bit of late for Detmers, which is a massive, massive bummer. But overall, very, very good stuff from Reed Detmers. Um, don't forget to check out the Plus Pitch Podcast with Dick Pollock and read his daily SP roundups to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Tuesday. Not a ton of action in the saves department, but Alexis Diaz did pick up his eighth win of the year, while Andres Munoz in the same game picked up his seventh loss of the season. Kenley Jansen got his sixth loss of the year in extra innings versus the Tampa Bay Rays. And then when it comes to saves, we had three saves, three total saves on Tuesday, and these are some fun ones. Tanner Scott, his fifth save of the year. Tyler Kinley of the Rockies picked up his second save of the year, and it's his second save in his last three outings. Something to definitely monitor there with the Colorado Rockies. And then last but not least, Fujinami of the Baltimore Orioles picked up his second save of the year uh, in extra innings versus the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So not a ton going on in the save departments on Tuesday. Make sure you read today the day that Reliever Ranks article on pitcherlist.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Wednesday's Action on the Diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and
0: go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today.
1: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchigan a.k.a. KC Bubba. There's a six-game early slate starting at 12.35 p.m. Eastern and then a six-game main slate at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk about the seven, uh, the main slate starting at 7:05 p.m. Eastern. You got Atlanta versus Dakota Hudson. Those are that's a stack I love. I love attacking Dakota Hudson. You got to, You can game stack the White Sox and the Royals. You got the White Sox versus Jordan Lyles, Royals versus Tukey Toussaint. Like both sides there. White Sox have actually swung the bat pretty well this series. Uh, they, they swung it well on Tuesday. KC has swung it well on both games. So you probably give a little lean to Kansas City in that one. Then I love the Mets. They had a big game on Tuesday against Patrick Corbin. Love him again on Wednesday, going up against Johan Adan. That's one I would love to target for sure. Pitching side of things, you got Strider versus St. Louis. It's expensive, but Spencer Strider, Clark Schmidt versus Detroit. Overall, pitching is not great on the evening slate, so keep an eye on all of that. Some things I'm looking forward to on Wednesday. I'm a big Freddie Peralta guy. I think he's the best pitcher on the ball on the Milwaukee Brewers. Better than Burns. Better than Woodruff. Love Freddie Peralta. So it's Freddie Peralta. Peralta Ace Day going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Expect some big things there. Uh, I keep talking about this Twins and Guardians series. The Twins are taking care of business and making the Guardians, all those waiver claims look pretty, pretty funny right about now. But you got Joe Ryan versus Gavin Williams. That's a fun one indeed. Spencer Strider, reading times out on the mound against the, the St. Louis Cardinals. That's always on, on tap. And then the Nightcap, former teammates of the New York Mets, Justin Verlander versus Mad Max Scherzer. That's a fun one. Two veteran aces that just want to go out there and pick up the dubs. The Astros have gone into Texas and done some serious work, and they're going to look to to make it another one against Scherzer. So Verlander Scherzer should be great. Scherzer's been outstanding since joining Texas. Verlander's been good. Scherzer's been outstanding. So it should be a really good matchup to see how that one plays out on Wednesday evening. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Remember, pitcherlist.com. Check them out. All the great free written and pon- content podcasts and more, and then you're gonna love it so much. To go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not regret it. Get you the awesome Discord. Gets even more content and tools. Nick Pollock even mentioned a new tool coming down the pipeline for 2024 on the Bench to Bubba show on Tuesday. There's a lot of great stuff coming up in PL Plus and PL Pro. So you got to be a member to get it all, and you will not regret it. I'll do it, folks. I'll be back to you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday and preview Thursday's action on the diamond. For now. This was your First Pitch Podcast Wednesday, September 6th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com. Slash plus.